Sarah, Sarah, did you check the mail yet? No. What? Why not? It's 10 p.m. It's supposed to already come. The mail comes at 10.01, Ben. Oh, doy. Stupid, Ben. <laughs> I always forget. I know. It's okay. Uh, you're supposed to learn how to tell time in kindergarten, I think. <laughs> well, I still don't even know how to tie my shoes. <gasps> Mail's here! Oh, my gosh. Go get the door. I'm back. Postman Pete, what are you doing here? <laughs> We moved so you could get fired from our route. That's not how that works. Last time that you delivered mail to us, you really hurt us. You gave us bad news. Well, you made me... Okay, you made me read it. I just enjoyed reading it. You read a review of our show and we looked it up afterwards and that review doesn't even exist. You made the whole thing up. No. (laughs) Yeah, AV Club doesn't even have a magazine. Wait, they do. Okay, what did you look up? We used Bing and we looked it up You and we um, found out that AV Club shut down a long, long time ago. Right. Ever since they moved to Kinja, they're only online. I, I realize this is um, this is something you guys just need. So, yeah, I made it up. Well, it's all water under the bridge to us. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Everyone loves your show. Do you have our copy of Reddit Monthly? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm referring to. This is full of positive words. Hand about it over, your hand show. it over, hand it over. Actually, no, know. let him read it. Let him read it. If it's full of positive stuff, let him read it. It'd be nice to redeem myself. Yeah, why don't you read it to us? And if you say anything bad, we're going to move away and fire you again. Oh, I wouldn't even dream of it. Okay, here we go. You guys are going to love this. What are the fans saying about us on reddit.com slash r slash please save me? Well, let me flip to the please save me section of this magazine. Oh, here we are. It's always full of so many ads. (laughs) Okay, the thread starts. I don't need a Swarovski diamond watch. I already have three. The thread... Hey, Ben, I'm glad you got that in there. <laughs> our producer's, pro- our, our producer's probably going to do what he always does and edit that joke to make it like it sound like it came late, even though I said it really fast, actually. Uh, so wait, am I to believe that you're recording this? You guys should let people know if you're recording, recording what? Them. Okay. This is a thread from reddit.com r please save me. It's a one party consent state. We can record whatever we want. Real Hero 420 says, "Has PSM taken a dive? This show used to feature intricately planned segments, good gags, intelligent breakdowns of the best show on television, exclusive access to interesting guests, etc." Lately, it seems like the co-hosts are barely interested, especially with these so-called deep dive shows they've been doing. They don't even have guests on or feature 90% of the theme music from a typical episode. It's less like they're taking a deep dive and more like they're treading water. Curious what other hero heads okay. think. Okay. Yeah. Um, I bet that they... It was a bad start, but then everyone comes to your defense. Don't worry about it. Weed Smoker 69 plus one. I was optimistic that they'd be able to do something unique when the first season of Chicago Heroes ended. After all, they are probably United, the United States, if not the world foremost experts on the show, in my opinion, IMO. Yes. But honestly, without an episode of TV to talk about, they're just kind of boring. Maybe the money did it to them. I don't know. Not going to unsub just yet, 
but I've got one foot out the door. Well, well, Weed Smoker 69 gave, us, fo- gave us plus one. Yeah, and I've got one foot on his throat. A Fungus Among Us 311. OP, you're not being fair to Sarah and Ben. Oh. Now we're they talking. They have been doing something different in the offseason. Usually they half-ass this podcast, and ever since they got a little bit of cash in their pockets, they have been quarter or maybe one-sixth-assing it. Hey, Sarah and Ben, here's a message. How about you stop doing all the your drops a cappella and bring back some real production value? Mm, okay. It's actually harder to sing than it is to tweak knobs. 911 yeah. didn't happen. This is that's the name. 911 didn't happen. Chicago Heroes f-ing sucks and this podcast f-ing sucks my shitty balls. I'd rather get my ass f-ed with a f-ing ass stain shoved up my shit. Back. Then listen to this fucking suck ass here. Fuck stick crap. Two stars. Well, I'm not sure that we can put all that on a podcast. Two stars though. Real Hero 420 OP. Yeah, I agree. Next thing you know, the co-host will be recording one episode and splitting it in half to put out two weeks in a row. I guess that's just how it goes. It seems like every year you pay more and you get less. OP actually did say something finally true there at the end, which is you do pay for more each year and you get less. Yeah, Subway $5 footlongs are... Can't even get one anymore. Can't even get one anymore. And when you could get them, they were only 10 inches. You ever tried measuring one of those? 10 inches. Max. Do you... Okay, can I... I have other houses on my route. Gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. But season two of Chicago Heroes is not going to be lonely. It's actually going to keep me and you and all of the listeners out in listener land company every week. And right now, before season two arrives, we're just going to have to keep each other company, hero heads. That's right. It's just me, Ben Flores, you, and my co-host. Hi. Good. Hi, it's Sarah Black, your co-host, and I have a premonition that this episode and season two of Chicago Heroes are going to be the best yet. They're really going to top themselves, and I think we're going to top ourselves, Ben. Mm, Yes, I've been seeing some good omens about season two, and what I'm talking about is the trailers that have been showing on the TV for the season, which look really good. So this week, we're going to actually be, um, we've spent a couple of weeks now, a couple of critically acclaimed weeks, I might add, uh, <laughs> looking backwards at season one and kind of unpacking the themes and the motifs and the plots. and Yeah, and we've actually been getting a lot of tweets and a lot of vines thanking us for doing that work. It's pretty, <laughs> it 
should be thankless work and we don't do it for the likes, but um, it was definitely nice to hear people were really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And they, they loved it. Yeah, they do love it, but you know what they say, it's best to quit while you're ahead. And uh, <laughs> it's better to burn out than to fade away, Neil Young. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the point is, we're not going to do that anymore. No. Because while we're on top of this mountain, we're actually looking, and do you know what we're seeing? Our sights are set on the future. Yes, exactly. And in that future is the next mountain that we're going to climb. So we're going to do that this week by doing a little bit of a preview of season Season two. two. Ben, I'm so freaking excited. I think we know quite a few things now, right? We have um, a couple of rumors under our belts. We've... um, We've been kind of looking at the trades and we've actually hacked into some of the emails of people working on the show. And we've also been reading the Reddit threads for fan theories and just kind of picking the ones we like the most. And um, that's kind of informing the information that you're getting today. And needless to say, it's probably all right. I know things now, many wonderful things that I didn't know before. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, But, you know, some of the bad stuff that people have been saying about the show and everything online, um, well, that's all water under the bridge. Downtown. You know what I'm talking about? Adele. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, um... Not going to edit all this out, but what I am going to do is look at Sarah and give her the nod that tells her it's time to introduce our guest. I hear that nod and I raise you. I yes and that (laughs) nod. And I'm going to introduce our guest. And our guest is somebody pretty special. We actually met him a couple years ago and he has been so um, crucial to our identities. He's um, kind of shepherded us along our life journeys, both separately and as a pair. Um, And I would just love to introduce to all of you, um, listen closely, his name is Phil Lip the Psychic. Welcome to the show, Phil. Ben and Sarah, your auras are blinding me today. That's exactly what you said on that fateful night when we first walked into your shop and you told us that we were going to get great fame and great fortune. Yeah. And look at, look at now. us now. Yes. And we're probably even more blinding today because we just did a chemical peel. Yeah, we just glowed up. <laughs> your skin, oh, I've always admired both of your skins. Thank you. Yeah, our male guy came by earlier and... We had him do this. We gave him this stupid fool's errand to do while we stole some packages out of his truck and of really expensive skincare products that was getting shipped to our neighbor, and we used those on ourselves. Yeah, and I just want to say that we probably could have afforded them just because we're rich as hell now, but we kind of get off on stealing stuff. Yeah, I've stolen things before. Like what? Mm, Let's see. My family heirloom. It's a. It was a. Light bright. You guys ever? Oh, are you those? talking about the light bright that was in that you used when we came into your mm-hmm. office or your storeroom? Or your I don't office. really know exactly what to call it, but when we first well, went into your little, little psychic shop, so. it was sort of um, it was 
we were taking night night classes and there was between the classrooms there was a janitor's closet and you hung your shingle out on that and set up with uh, some velvet in there and everything. I don't understand why people would separate a storeroom from the office. Like, now you have to go into a whole other room to get things. So um, I just like to keep it all. It's a choice. Ah. I like to keep it all in the same place. Full of wonders and curios and all mm-hmm. sorts so of... So many curios. Yeah. My favorite cereal. <laughs> the psychic curios cereal. Good. Yes, yes. If I recall, you had really only two things in that storeroom, which was you had your light bright out on the center of the table, and we said, where's your crystal ball? And you said, I don't need a crystal ball. This is more accurate. This is a crystal bowl full of curios. Yes, and you had one big crystal bowl full of curios with no milk, but you were eating them dry with a spoon. Why would you ever make a food wet? This is my question that I pose to every waiter that I ever um, encounter when they try to serve me something with a sauce or a soup. They must love you. <laughs> they must well, really like that. I would, I would say that the uh, local waiters around my neighborhood are obsessed with me. And we're obsessed with you too, and that's why you're on the show today. I can't wait. I love this show. Any predictions for how this show's going to go? This oh this specific show yes or, this podcast show me. this podcast show before we get into the show please say or the show Chicago Heroes sure w- one question actually because we always talk about Chicago Heroes when you guys come in to get readings why don't you guys ever invite me over to to watch to watch with you oh we just figured you already know what's going to happen so we don't want you to spoil it by no spoilies. you know sort of um, sometimes you'll be watching a favorite movie of your boyfriend's with him and Mm -hmm, while he's mm -hmm. watching the movie instead of actually watching the movie he's watching you to make sure that you get oh Mm -hmm. bruce willis has been dead the whole time or you don't want me to do that neo knows kung fu now look how cool it's going to be when neo now knows how to do kung Mm -hmm, fu mm -hmm. or um isn't bill and ted so funny when they're together talking at the high school looking at you and kind of making sure that you laugh at the jokes Mm -hmm. and we don't want to have you ruin the show from doing that for us yeah okay well i mean i i promise i wouldn't do that i promise you're over here right now so okay how do you think the podcast is gonna go so this episode yes of this Mm, podcast i think it will be featured on podmas as well as the front page of itunes Mm, that would be cool to get featured in podmas that'd be cool to get featured pretty much anywhere that's awesome Yes, and only the best critics will be reviewing it, saying, so fun, so good, and the chemistry between guest and host is palpable. Electric. Oh, Electric. palpable. It's, 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 gr- it's gross. Gross. It's grimy, dripping. And listeners out there in listener land, please do rate and review the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, when you write a review, you can't use that one because that one's copyrighted, but come up with something just as good. Um, so, Ben, do you want to get into kind of how this episode's going to work? I think we have a lot of stuff to pack in, um, a lot of things Phil probably wants to say, just um, given his uh kind of uh expertise in seeing the future so i think we can probably start talking about how that's all gonna play out yeah if you're listening to this show right now for the first time what you're probably thinking is 
what is this? What's it about? Uh, and first thing we want to say is, welcome. Who am I and why? But in any case, uh, this is a show about television. Specifically, it's a show about the best show on television, the number one show on television, Chicago, Chicago Heroes. Heroes. And uh, each week, we usually recap what happened on the show that week. Um, but right now, we're between seasons. Season one has ended, and season two, uh, although it's been produced, has not yet been aired. And we've so- been seeing teasers and trailers here and there, and they've been hinting and squinting at what they're going to do, but we don't quite know when it's going to drop. And we thought it would be good to do a bit of a preview about, you know, what can we piece together from those teasers and trailers and other sources cobbled together from our research about what's going to happen in this upcoming season. And we thought it would be fun to kind of switch things up a little bit and think about, well, this is, you know, we talk about heroes and heroism and Chicago a lot in this show, but ultimately it is a show about television. Right. And what's best about television, Sarah? Watching Channel it. surfing. So whenever you want us to switch from one segment to the next segment, Philip, in this show, you can say, surf's up, and we will go to our next segment as part of this season preview. We'll stop the segment we're on and go to the next one. Do you understand? Oh, I understand. And I'm going to add another little twist to this here, Philip, which is if at any point you feel like, you know what? I've surfed enough. Then you can say, swim to shore. And we're just going to go ahead and wrap up the show because it's better to burn out than to fade away, as I said before, and I think somebody said it before me. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Exactly. Uh, And, you know, NDGT is not right about everything, but even a broken clock is right twice a day. (laughs) And he was right about that one. So if you feel like we should wrap the show up at any point, just go ahead and say, swim to shore. And that's it. That's the end of this episode. And there's... Forever and ever, amen. Wow. Exactly. We will... we will we will do our cur- we will draw we'll do our bow and we'll, we'll drain the swamp draw the curtains <laughs> uh pump the milkshake we'll be done piss downstream exactly i you know what i love it i love the power you've given me thank mm-hmm. you we love giving you power and astute listeners if you're a careful listener and a fan of not just television but also of podcasts you might be saying to yourself right now hmm Sounds like Sarah and Ben kind of stole this, this g- gag or this format, format or tool from Brett Davis's podcast about laundry. But uh, yeah, we actually didn't. Um, he has a segment on that podcast called "Turn the Tide," where his guests can change to a new segment by saying "Turn the Tide." But our segment is called "Surfs Up," and last I checked. Tide and surf for different things. Right. And also in that show, the guests can only use it once. And we're letting Phil Lip use it as much as he wants throughout this entire episode. So it's actually not the same at all. Yeah. It's actually, when you think about it, we didn't take it from him. He, we actually made it better. Right. So without should, taking so, it from him. So he shouldn't be suing us. He should be thanking us. Well, and he really should be thanking you. Actually, you might be able to sue him. I know Brett Davis. And that's an interesting idea. Because, because we are surrounded by all these cease and desist letters, <laughs> but we've never once thought about taking legal action back out. Well, 
I have a little bit of tea. Do you want to sip it? Uh, yes, sure. My sure. Mm. Brett is uh, one of my clients, and I uh-huh. played for him through my divine sight uh-huh. this episode, mm-hmm. and he took the idea from you. Mm. Oh. And now the timelines are all making sense. He twisted it a little bit. What a fucking weasel. I knew it. Yes. Okay. And so I thought that you were going to have us drink the tea and then look at the tea leaves in the bottom, but was that just because our throats were sounding dry? The tea is in your stomach. Okay. Well, and that's true. So <laughs> you have to you have to um, uh, Beetlejuice it and put your eyes in your mouth and then swallow them and then look at those leaves inside of your stomach and then put them back where your eyes are supposed to go. Can you do that? Go. He's doing I just it. did it, but I did it. <laughs> yeah, I did it so fast that you weren't actually able to see it. Yeah, but I saw it and I said, he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's an energy that you can feel. You know what's something I like about Please Save Me? Uh, yeah, let's talk about something, that. Yeah. Something, yeah, I super, about something I super love about Please Save Me is as much as the world is open to me and everything I can see it and I know it's going to happen, I cannot figure this show out. I just it is so hard to predict what's going to happen next. I'll try. But my god, I have tried and tried and then they surprise me every week. Oh, that's so nice to hear. It's actually meticulously crafted to have that effect on people. We plan and replan. Uh you can probably see over in that corner there's a bunch of bald papers balled up and uh that's just kind of us sketching balled out. up and they don't have hair. <sighs> Yeah. So I think it's probably time to get into um, our... All right. So uh, I think we can probably get it started. And we are going to start at Hero Harbor. Um, And that's where we're going to talk a little bit about um, where we kind of left off. I don't know if you've been listening to the past few episodes where we've been doing deep dives. So I think it's probably helpful just to give you an idea. So... Um, as we covered recently, our heroes ended the show on foreign soil. They are in New York City, and some kind of shifty things happen, and we lost one of our favorite characters. Colton Smith has passed away. He dead. He dead in Revolving Door. He starve. Yeah, and so all of our heroes are kind of in limbo right now, or even you might think of it as like, they're in harbor. Their ship's in a harbor. They're in New York Harbor, which is exactly where they are. Yeah. Um, all the heroes traveled from Chicago to New York, and they're, uh, as Sarah might have said, on foreign soil, um, in behind enemy lines. Yeah. Um, and we don't really know how they're going to get out of the pickle they're in. No. Um, Another metaphor you could use is like they're lost at sea or something like that. Yeah. And that's... Interesting because unmoored is another one, right? So you could even so you could say they're in harbor. They're ships that can't sail because they're stuck in the harbor, or you could say they're ships that can't sail because they're so far out in the ocean. Or you could say something like they're up a creek without a paddle, just yeah. stranded on that creek, but yeah. still moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you could say surfs up. And that's what you can say, Phil, whenever you're ready for us to move to the next segment and for us to take our hero's journey, might I say. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but anyway, where with, with our characters, with where they're at right now, what I'm interested in is how are they spending their time in New York City between seasons? You know, are they still taking in the sights and sounds? Uh, or are they just kind of all holed up and grieving? Well, you'd have to assume that they are mourning the death of their colleague. But as we all know, Colton was so fun-loving and he wouldn't want uh, people left on Earth in his wake to uh, mourn for too long. So I think they're probably at Coney Island. They're probably having a hot dog eating contest, going on some roller coasters, things like that, splish-splashing in the ocean. But they're also sad and melancholy and who do you think cries the most mark for sure yeah for sure not dylan uh colton's brother (laughs) but probably mark and that's not because of dylan's probably sadder but dylan's more of a man so you know we see mark always showing off his abs to everybody and everything when you see a guy showing off his abs you know so he's much, also showing off his heart mhm because the abs if you look at a if you look at a skeleton if you actually look at one i wouldn't dare but if i i can imagine if i would i'm sure that you mostly walk around phil with your eyes closed so that you don't x-ray vision <laughs> your psychic mind through people's bodies to see their skeleton <laughs> But well, if you ever actually well, do open so, your I eyes... I mean, to be honest... Okay, so that's not how psychic works. I can't see people's skeletons. However, if I look far enough into the future... How I can see work? I can see um, the flesh melt off their bones until then I do see one. So it's more that I walk around being very careful about how far into the future I look. Mm-hmm. I walk around being very careful because one time I ran through a glass door... Um, and smacked my face into it. And it was only one time. Exactly. And if you use your psychic powers to look into the past, you'll also know that that's true. Uh, <laughs> but the abs are the gateway to the heart. Uh, so anyway, what I am wondering... Surf's up! Okay. Casting Coral Reef. And we're paddling out to Casting Coral Reef. And so at Casting Coral Reef, what we're going to talk about is who's going to be in this next season. Are they going to feature big stars, big names, uh, above the above the marquee, you know, above the title type of guys and gals yeah. and players on this season? Or is it going to be uh, the next big thing? Yeah. You know, undiscovered talent. Who's becoming that? Um, and you would have to just assume that the first person they would replace would be Colton. They need somebody, they need somebody, you know, to fill that mm-hmm. role. Right. Um, I have it on good authority that Colton will be replaced by Cardi B. That is interesting. And also that's a fan theory on Reddit. It is that we a can... fan theory on Reddit where they were using the initials as a way to kind of predict. So they were really kind of looking into um, the alpha numerology of Colton's name, mm-hmm. which if you notice it, you have the alphabet, the English alphabet, which <laughs> I've goes... I've noticed the alphabet. Um, which if you... A, B, C. Mm-hmm. And so if you match that up to numbers, that goes one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so C is the third uh, letter. C is the third letter. It corresponds to the number three. Uh-huh. And then if you mm-hmm. take Cardi B mm-hmm. and you take her name, mm-hmm. that starts with... C. So if you mm-hmm. go A B C mm-hmm. one two three and you one, match two, those three. up, C that's the third letter. C that's the third and letter. So the Reddit fan theory was saying, well, you got a three 
for Colton and then three for Cardi B. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I found very convincing. So, yeah, I mean, as I much mean, as like I try to look into the future, and I mean, I I was like, that's pretty solid work there. Yeah, I, just I pumped can't think like eight hundred bucks into that on online predictions markets because I'm so sure of it. Yeah, and that's I mean that's pennies to me, but and that's math. It's more about the thrill of the win than the actual money. The gambling. Yeah, and um, the the interesting thing is, you know, I got to get my gambling kicks elsewhere because watching this show every week, it's not a gamble. It's going to be, it's going to pay out as a jackpot every week. And I've said that to you in our sessions. Ever since you started watching Chicago Heroes, your life has been so certain mm. and just, uh, uh, you, you, you know, you don't take risks anymore because you just know that you're going to be happy. And so I was like, you got to get some chaos in this life. Take up gambling. And that's why I wonder, you know, maybe if this show was to not cast the A-list every single week, Mm -hmm. would that, I mean, I don't know if it's possible to make this show more interesting, but could you, but could you, okay, you know how there's infinity and then there's infinity plus one? Yes. Could you do an interesting plus one to this show Mm -hmm. by casting some of these that guys or that girls or somebody who, I don't know, they just plucked off the street who had a dazzle in their eye? Yeah. What I'd love to see on this show is some more people like mm, Timothy Chalamet, the guy who played Toby on the West Wing, um, Steve Buscemi. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, I totally get what you're saying, Sarah. It's like, you go see you 2 you want to see him play the hits. Exactly. You- I agree with that. I would like to see Steve Buscemi, people like John Goodman. I would love to see Jeff Bridges. Uh-huh. Like, if I could see those guys in this show that is that is what i've been waiting for you know there's still a deep pool of talent for them to draw from yeah i mean angela lansbury exactly (laughs) right um exactly but yeah i mean like i said Angela Lansbury. So. Hey. Serves up. Hero House. Okay, so in this one, we're going to talk about the hero house, the literal physical hero house where our heroes live. And we're just thinking, are they going to make some updates? Are they going to make some renovations? Is it going to be something where they kind of flip it? Or are they going to bring the property brothers in to smash through a wall and make an open concept kitchen? Are they going to find a load bearing beam? You know, are they going to tear out the bricks as they're trying to renovate the sick pad, bro? And find a you know an old timber that they thought that they could open up so that they can get uh, a flow of uh, feng shui from the um, kitchen where they cook at their six burner wolf range yeah. into the uh, living room that opens out onto a balcony. Um, Are with- they gonna get a backsplash in their kitchen behind the sink? Are they gonna? put a grotto in the pool are they gonna 
install an infinity pool outside. There's a lot of things that they could do to take their hero house from a flop, which it currently kind of is in terms of they mostly, you know, eat, sleep, drink, work, fuck, fight in this place. And can they take it up a notch into a flip? Yeah. Um, but instead of flipping it, stay there. Yeah, I, I my prediction is that they'll actually have a dedicated fuck room this season. A room that is specifically because right now they just it's fuck anywhere. They're just it like every because there isn't a designated place. And like if you don't have a bathroom in the house, you're just gonna go in the hallways. Right. That's exactly true. If you don't have a bathroom, people are gonna fuck in the hallways. And I I would like to see them install a bathroom in Hero House this season <laughs> at the bare minimum. Right. So we talked about a lot of well, bells I and think, whistles for them to install, I but a bathroom fuck, would be good. I think the fuck room comes first and then they can put a bathroom in it. Because if you just install a bathroom, they're just gonna fuck in the bathroom. Okay, well what and I would say is to you know, pee after sex. Build a big bathroom, you know, put in a big bathroom and then put up a curtain, you know? I mean, why do we got to have, like, problem solved? Yeah, and once that problem is solved, we can finally see Samantha and Mark get it on. There's been a lot of looking back and forth between Sandra Bullock and Tay Diggs um, where they're saying to each other, you know, I would have sex with you. I would fuck your brains out <laughs> if we had a bathroom to slip into. And they've been saying that with their eyes, not with their mouths. Of course. Actually, I when I I watch it on um, my streaming service, uh, and I turn Vine. <laughs> Vine is the official streaming service of Please Save Me. So whenever you're going to watch Chicago Heroes or listen to Please Save Me, for that matter, make sure that you do it on Vine, and you can get fifteen percent off if you use offer code Build a Fuck Room. Surfs up. <laughs> Storyline Forest. So we're headed into the Storyline Forest now, and uh, it is evergreen. Exactly. And what we're wondering is, are we going to continue to get some of the same storylines that we've had before, which would be great? Or are we going to get some new storylines, which would be great plus one? So that's really the question. And we've seen some really solid storylines in season one. Yeah, some um, really good stuff. A lot of, and we talked about this in the deep dives, which you're definitely going to want to go back and listen to. But we talked about some character arcs and kind of how the characters changed over time. We talked about some of the production elements that were woven in throughout of this, throughout this that helped with the story. Um, and like Ben said, I think it would be great for some of these things to pick back up where they left off. I would like to hear about how they're mourning the death of Colton, but I would probably rather just see them get back to work. Yeah. The, the mourning the death thing is interesting and let me kind of throw this your way, Philip something that we've seen a lot of in this show. That's a cool name, by the way. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, where did you get that name, Phil Lip? My parents. Well, that's interesting. That's where most people get them, I suppose. Yeah. So <laughs> did you get it at the <laughs> jerk store? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you through your, your laughter. I believe that Sarah asked you if you got your name <laughs> at, at the, the jerk, jerk store. store. Yeah, that's where my parents work. So what I was wondering is, you know, we've seen in season one a lot of storylines where they take one episode max uh, to cover that storyline. Yeah, almost as if it's like a... We'll get a few, three, four, five different storylines kind of weaving through an episode. And, mm -hmm. you know, one ends partway through and another one starts up and then that one ends. But like, between each one, there's a group... <laughs> So you'd like to, to hear any sort of like um, 
continuously like the shows continuing any kind of the storyline yeah are we gonna get a storyline in this season of the show which is gonna be 22 episodes (laughs) that covers episodes one and two or Mm -hmm. that stretches across episodes three and four (laughs) and five or you know Episodes six, seven, eight, nine. Could we get a storyline that covers those? <laughs> and when are they going to stop for a group game? Exactly. Because um, what happens in this show is we kind of get episode. It's amazing. It's best episode you've ever seen. Another episode, best episode you've ever seen. Amazing. But then between those episodes, you feel like... They could the, stand to check in with each other. Yeah. Kind of all the heroes get back on the same page. Yeah, get back on the same page, do something that feels a little bit more physical, a little bit more sound-based, and then just get back to the good stuff. So you're a psychic, Phil, so are they going to do it? I'm seeing... I'm seeing one episode, yes. Yes. You're seeing one episode. Yes, up, up. An A plot is established. Ooh, ooh, there's a B plot oh, as well. Yes, what, and what's mm-hmm. that? Ooh, and it's mm-hmm. established, and, uh, and then the episode ends. I'm levitating. Mm-hmm. Light as episode a feather, two is board. beginning. Okay. And they've completely forgotten about the plot. The mm-hmm. A plot is mm-hmm. is left to the wayside. Ooh, B plot, it's coming. It's also I'm coming. It's also <laughs> different. It's also different. Hmm. Oh, episode three. They've brought the A plot from episode one back. Give us they a are C continuing plot. Give it. Give us a C plot. Give us a C plot. No C plot. <laughs> Just the A plot. They totally coming. leave out a B plot completely. This is what I'm seeing, but... Oh. She said she's coming. Jesus, hold on. God. Fucking hold your horses, dude. She said she's coming. Hello? Hey, it's me, Pete. It's me, Postman Pete. What are you doing here? Um, I wanted to say I'm sorry. Is is Ben near you? Is Ben around or Ben? Hey, who's at the door? Nobody. Tell him I'm not here. Nobody. Hey, listen, you've got to get out of here. I just I we can't keep sneaking around like this. I know, I know. I'll tell him eventually. He's just real sore right now. You can't tell him. Okay, but we can't keep sneaking around like this. If we that's can't Postman Pete at the door or anybody else, I'm going to murder them. That's what I mean. It's you, you have just to need go. To you go. have to go. I you love you. To. Come with me. Come with me. Please, no. You have to Don't go. close the door. Don't close the door. I'll text you later. Yeah, Phil, she does this all the time. She just like runs out of the room to go use the bathroom or something like that right in the middle of the room. I couldn't imagine Yeah, the why. doorbell rang and I had to go use the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, I'm, surf's I'm like, up. I'm like Pavlov's dog. Uh, Sarah? Surf's up. Sponsor Splash. All and right. we've paddled our surfboards over to Sponsor Splash, not to be confused with Product Placement Plateau. Uh, Please Save Me is sponsored by... You, our listener. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts are sold and rate and review us. That's what makes us better. And send us feedback. We love to hear it. Um, and thank you. Please Save Me is sponsored by you, 
our listener. So please do continue to listen, rate and review us, subscribe wherever podcasts are sold, and thanks. Please Save Me is brought to you by our sponsor, you. Please rate and subscribe on all podcast devices and all across all platforms and rate and review. Give us a little heads up. That's what keeps the podcast going. We love hearing from you. So anyway, our sponsor is you. Please save me. Surf's up. Product placement plateau. So this is not to be confused with Partnership Peninsula, but our sights are set on it. And Phil, you probably already knew that that's where we are going. But let's stay in the present at Product Placement Plateau. And um, let's talk about who we think is going to sponsor the next season of the show and what products we're going to see featured and what sort of brand integrations can we expect. This is a show that lives in the now. And so there are a lot of opportunities for promotion within the show to be worked in and integrated into the show in uh, a natural context right? where something doesn't have to be, you know, forced in. We don't have to, I don't know, shoehorn in some kind of a, you know, if this were a sci-fi show where we're off exploring space planets in our big ships. It doesn't make sense for Reese's Pieces to be there. Right, because if you're in a ship and you're trying to eat Reese's Pieces, what you try to put a Reese's piece from the bag to your mouth, what happens it to explodes. it? Explodes. Explodes. <laughs> because there's no gravity to hold it together, right? <laughs> so you're going to have little peanut butter flecks floating all over your spaceship from and your probably into your Reese's eyes. Piece, probably into your eye. And you don't want peanut butter on your eye because then the, the dog, space, dog space dog's going to come start licking your eyeballs, right? Ugh. There's only one place that you want peanut butter around a space dog. <laughs> but Chicago Heroes is not like that, right? It takes place on Earth in... It's mostly. Mostly. Except for when they do go into space or <laughs> into the deep sea. Well, and when they go into space, kind of they put peanut butter in the right place. Or, exactly. Uh, on the back of a dog's head. <laughs> Exactly. Because then your dog is occupied, right? A dog can't misbehave if it's trying to lick the back of its own head. Mm -hmm. Just chasing it around, keeping itself occupied while you do the hero stuff. Pushing its head up against a wall so it can try to reach back behind its head, shoving its neck into the wall and trying to... It's so cute to watch Boy, is it cute to see. But 99% of this show takes place in the city of Chicago at baseball games, right? And that's just how it was naturally made to happen. Yeah. So it doesn't look weird when you see every fan with the label out of a bush light. It just makes sense. That's what someone would be doing at a baseball game. Well, yeah, of course. It. Uh... I mean, it's the taste of the Rockies. And so all the fans, you know, you're watching baseball, you want to taste the Rockies. <laughs> and you got it, I think. Um I I think I'm I think in this season this will be the the season this is the season where it will happen where we'll see a product placement for curios. I'm pulling for it. I want to see that so badly. And that would be interesting because we have noticed that in this show they never do eat breakfast, and so never. I've thought that that's probably because they haven't found the right promotional opportunity well and that's interesting because that is directly at odds with mcdonald's product placement where they the whole tag is heroes don't eat breakfast <laughs> exactly so that's going to be a challenge for them is 
how can they keep this lucrative deal that they have with McDonald's where they're taking, you know, one buku billion, two buku billion bucks from this deal probably every episode for their heroes not to eat breakfast and actually say to McDonald's, you're going to pay us that money and our heroes are going to eat breakfast. Yeah, and I... I just hope it doesn't change the narratives of the show because one of my favorite things is when Mark Briggs eats two quarter pounders and everybody kind of looks at him funny and he goes, what? I didn't didn't eat eat breakfast. (laughs) Right. And he'll do that one at 9 a.m. Right. They'll be at a 9 a.m. meeting and he'll be in a couple quarter pounders and drop that line. And it also would be very at odds with their partnership with Lexus, which is, you know, Lexus heroes don't eat breakfast. Exactly. And they've used that. You know, what I've found is um, that this is a show where they don't reinvent the wheel. Right. You know, Lexus does. Lexus does. Right. And they do say that in their other. That's a line that they experimented with. And they found that heroes don't eat breakfast was performed better. They did a B testing. Yeah. 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 All of the gadgets on the show in the invention department of of the show where all the scientists are working to invent the cool like laser pens and all of that. It's all Lexus and no breakfast. Well, and that's interesting because if they do another sci-fi opportunity or sci-fi um, episode... Surf's in- up! <laughs> Partnership Peninsula. Now, Ben, what is Partnership Peninsula? Well, we've been, uh, we just were swimming around at uh, Product Placement Plateau, getting our strokes in over there. But now that we're on Partnership Peninsula, and a lot of people do confuse the two. A lot of people confuse it. Um, but a product placement is when you place a product in the show. But Partnership uh, Peninsula is all about cross uh, cross-promotional synergistic brand partnerships in which they actually place the heroes out in the real world. So maybe you're going to um, a convention and there's a booth promoting um, vodka Red Bulls. Right. And you would have Dylan and Cole Sprouse standing there looking hunky with their shirts off, pouring vodka Red Bulls for... And letting you spin the wheel for a prize. For how the many prize. vodka Red Bulls are you going to get? <laughs> yeah, the you prize know? is how many vodka Red Bulls do you get? And so far that is probably one of the only partnerships that they've done but they've been doing it a lot. Yeah. I, I We actually saw that one at the podcast convention. If we did. And Pod when Con. I spun the wheel, I got a keychain. Exactly. And that was, there was only, it was one, two, three, four, five vodka Red Bulls was about 99 out of the little slivers on that wheel. And then there's that one little sliver like the bankrupt on Wheel of Fortune yep. that said keychain, said you get a keychain and Sarah hit that one. But I don't feel bankrupt. Well, no, because, I mean, that was the hardest one to hit. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, you sold the keychain for 200 bucks to yeah. me. <laughs> yep. And now I'm the one who's got the keychain. So yeah. looks like everybody's a winner. Um. So, yeah, that's really the only thing we saw out of season one. So, Ben, Phil, what do you guys think we're going to have on the docket for season two in terms of these, like, kind of real-life integrations? Well, I've actually done a lot of research into this. I probably spent the last three or four days working 8, 10, 12 hours a day compiling my notes on upcoming branded partnership opportunities for Chicago Heroes. So if you don't mind, I'd like to get into... Yeah. Let's swim to shore.
like courage. <laughs>